everybody, and welcome back to 80s Pop Tops, a, a music podcast discussing music and other pop cultural things that just happen to float across my mind. Well, everybody, this week we're going to be doing just things a little bit differently. I've decided this week is going to be story time. I have selected 10 songs, story songs. Now, these are not in any particular order, and these are ones that I think best describe the art of telling a story with music. I've always loved these and I enjoy them, but you will notice them. the majority of these, at least the ones that I picked, come from the 70s. That decade had a much, much larger selection and some very good ones in my opinion. So as we go through them, I'll talk a little bit about them and play a little bit for you. So let's get started with number 10. Just follow record as you get the story straight And the time of fishing, it was getting pretty late Out on the side was never population Where, where the sea got no bottom So they take you down a hill That was Uncle Tom's Cabin by Warrant. This song came out in the early 90s, I think it was spring of 91. Yeah. Uh, I was in college when this came out. I do remember this came out by the time I was in spring break. And this is when I had first seen the video for it. Um, the song that the story they set out to tell with this song is um about a corrupt sheriff and his deputy that rule their little Louisiana swamp town with fear and just, you know, do whatever they want because they're in control. The video shows what they did at the beginning that they took advantage of this young couple and when things didn't go as they planned, they ended up killing them. And as they thought they were dumping them into the swamp where nobody was looking, the two people do see them do it and decide that they're going to get justice for those two. And unfortunately, one of them dies in the process, at least according to the video. Not so much in the song, so. That's the wonderfully uplifting so story in that song. Um, this was one of the um, hair metal, it's not a ballad, but it, or a power ballad, is more of like a rock song. Of course, if I had it on here, that's one of the ones I really liked. So, and of course, if I remember right, this video, one MTV did like a tournament of videos that spring and summer, and this one he was, was first or second when it came out so at the time it was pretty well liked so now we're gonna go on to number nine when you turn out cool but they had to take you out of school you're a little touched you know ain't you baby lovers appear in your room each night and they whirl you across the floor but they all that was Angie Baby by Helen Reddy, who unfortunately we lost this week. She had passed away earlier this week. Um, this song was a number one song from 1974. This song is a, another song I really like. This is more of like a supernatural kind of story. It's about a young girl who's perceived by everybody as kind of odd. She's always locked in her room, just dancing to herself, and everybody just thinks she's just kind of odd. Story takes a dark turn as a some ne'er-do-well boy is staring in on her and decides he's going to take advantage of her. So he talks his way into her house and room, and she lets him into his room, thinking that he's got it made and he's he's got her right where she wants her. As soon as he walks in, 
something weird happens to him and he gets like shrunken and disappears into nothingness. And in the end, he's the reported missing and everybody thinks he's the one that's had something done to him. So it's a really neat song. That's a kind of a story they should turn into like a Twilight Zone episode or something like that, which is I've always thought they should do. Um, so that's, as I said, that was one from the 70s. So let's go on to number eight. Well, of course, another one from the 70s. He was on his way home from Candletop. Been two weeks gone and he thought he'd stop at Webb's and have him a drink before he went home to her. Andy Wolo said hello and he said hi, what's doing? Whoa, said sit down, I got some bad news, it's gonna hurt. That's The Night the Lights Went Out in Georgia by Vicki Lawrence. Yes, that Vicki Lawrence of the Carol Burnett Show and Mama's Family. Um, for this song and the next one we're going to cover, um, these were all produced by who I consider the king of the 70s story songs, Snuff Garrett. Yes, that was his name. He produ produced this song as well as multiple songs by Cher, which all went to number one. Um, this song was written by Vicki Lawrence's husband at the time. Um, they did not have so much of a good marriage afterwards, so not too soon after this song was topped the charts, they ended up getting a divorce, and Vicki Lawrence had said that that was turned her off of music for the rest of her life, which is, it's kind of odd to believe that she has, she does have a number one song to her credit. Um, the story on this song is another wonderful kind of like story. This is more like your old Southern style story. You have, um... A man who goes off to Vietnam, and when he when he comes back, um, he stops off the place his place that all his friends hang out of, and his friend starts talking to him and tell him, you know, I have some things to tell you. Your wife's not been too nice to you. She's been cheating on you since you've been gone because she's been cheating with this guy, this guy. Oh, and me by the way. <laughs> so, not very happily, he ends up going home, or heads off to home. And as he's heading off to home, he gets to his home and he finds. Um, the guy that he had been talking to dead and then his wife is nowhere to be found he ends up getting arrested and blamed for everything and ends up going to jail and getting hung for it and the whole time you realize the person narrating the song is his sister and she confesses that she saw what was happening and couldn't let this woman destroy her good brother's name even though she let him get killed and hung for something she did <laughs> what can you say so like I said, this is a, another one of your 70s things. So now let's go on to number seven. Um, this one, I picked one. There's three songs for seven. And I only picked one, which is why I'll discuss after we play the clip. So here we go. The fortune queen of New Orleans was brushing her cat in her black limousine. On the back seat were scratches from the marks of men. Dark Lady by Cher. 
As I said, this was also produced by Snuff Garrett, and this is one of three number one hits by Cher that I consider story songs. We had already talked about one of these earlier on in one of my episodes, um, Gypsies, Tramps, and Thieves, so I chose between this song and Halfbreed, both story songs, and I chose this one. Um, Dark Lady is the story, <laughs> again, of a man in New Orleans who's, who's having some issues actually it's a woman I'm sorry it's a woman who having problems with her marriage so she goes to a psychic or lady in New Orleans to help her and the lady tells her that well you shouldn't be worrying about him your man because he's been fooling around I can see it in the cards in front of me he's been fooling around uh, I think you should just leave him and she gets all upset and scared and goes home and senses smells something in the air that she recognizes and she puts it together it's the smell of the psychic she had just seen and she realizes she's the one that's been cheating with her husband is the psychic. So she gets all worked up, dandered, and goes back and guns him down. Both of them. Like I said, Snuff Garrett did this song, the two others by Cher, and as well as The Night Lights Went Out in Georgia. So he was very prolific in the early 70s. All of these were number ones, and they were all written by different people. But he produced all of these, so he... He kind of, that was his thing. That's how he got turned into the, the story song master. <laughs> um, I do enjoy the song. Um, I remember seeing this also, um, the Sonny and Cher show. There was an animated clip they did for it. I also remember seeing way back when in the early 80s, I'd seen an animated clip for Angie Baby as well. Which is probably why these songs get stuck in my head because I remember the visuals that got tied in when I was yet much younger. But like I said... Shared made a, like a tr trilogy of story song hits in the early 70s that I really love. So now let's go on to number six. From the Chippewa on down at the big lake they call Gitchagumi. The lake it is said never gives up her dead when the skies of November turn gloomy. With a load of iron ore, 26,000 tons more than the Edmund Fitzgerald weighed empty. That was The Wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald by Gordon Lightfoot. The story behind this song is actually a true story, so it's kind of self-evident if you've ever heard this song. Um, it's the story of the Edmund Fitzgerald, a coaling freighter that uh, wrecked on Lake Superior in 1975 or 77. Not exactly sure. Um, again, this was a number one hit. It tells the whole story of what happened that night and how through a bunch of errors and bad weather, the ship broke up and unfortunately everybody died on this ship and it's the story of how it wrecked. Um, I actually came across this song because um, there was a comedian that did a bit. I think it was in the late 90s, Richard Jenny. His whole joke with this song was, this is the song you play at the end of the night if you have a, part, everybody, a party at your house and you want everybody to clear out. It's, it's depressing, it's sad, it kills the, all, kills the whole mood, makes everybody want to leave and go home because it's just not that much of a happy song. So <laughs> It's what you want to do if you want to end up cleaning out the house at the end of the night. Again, another 70s story song. It's like I said, you will notice the majority of these. That's where they come from, and there's a whole lot of other ones I didn't do. Um... It's like you have when you have ones that are based on true stories. There's a few of those that I know of. This is the biggest one. 
Um, there's also the Battle of New Orleans. Of course, that's a 50s song, I think. So it's not sort of the same idea. But let's go on to number five. was Hazard by Richard Marks. Um, this is another story song. This one's actually from the 80s. <laughs> this is more of a story of somebody who's gone off to a strange town and gets blamed for what goes on and ends up getting blamed for a death that he didn't cause because he was friends with the person. Now this kind of story I actually came across in a few different songs. Um, there's this one. There's also the Ode to Billy Joe from the 70s about Billy Billy Joe throwing something off the Tallahatchie Bridge. Same kind of story. There's also um, The Water's Edge by Seven Mary Three came out in the 90s. Oh, you know, these are all like River's Edge songs like Body in the River, people getting wrongly accused of doing something because people don't like who they are or they're a stranger in a strange town. They get blamed. This one's about a kid who comes to a Nebraska town Everybody, he's an outsider that gets blamed because he was hanging around this person, so he must have done it because nobody else would. He's a stranger sticking out, so he must be the bad influence in town. Like I said, this is a very common theme when you have story songs. This is like when used in two or three different songs. Um, I am going to put up a whole collection I did of story songs before I started doing this podcast. Um, all these are on here with a bunch of other ones as well. So if you're really interested in some of the other ones, you can take a look, listen on there. It's quite interesting. So now let's go on to number four. From Yellow Mountain On a dark flat land she rides on a pony she named Wildfire With a whirlwind by her side That was Wildfire by Michael Martin Murphy. Um, this is a uh, country crossover song from the 70s, story song. Uh, this is another basic story. This is about a girl. Who's out in Nebraska, second Nebraska story song, <laughs> um, that one night during a big storm, she hears a noise and realizes her horse has busted out of its stall and has run away. Uh, so she goes running out, screaming her horse's name, looking for it. Of course, the horse's name is Wildfire. So she's running around in the middle of the night screaming Wildfire. So that doesn't go over real well, and it causes a whole bunch of other issues, <laughs> like crying wolf causes other problems but if you listen to the song it's a very country influenced song very slow but I do like this one I remember hearing that when I was younger I don't remember exactly when but it's something I do remember that's why I ended up coming back to it later on this one has no visual tie-in that helped it stick in my memory I think it's just the uniqueness of the sound um it's not something that was you heard a lot in pop so I think this is why this is just one of those songs that always stuck with me all right, so let's go on to number three. 
Still ain't calling. I left my cell, my pager, and my home phone at the bottom. I sent two letters back in autumn. You must not have got them. There probably was a problem at the post office or something. Sometimes I scribble the dresses too sloppy when I jot them. But anyways, fuck it. What's been up, man? How's your daughter? My girlfriend's pregnant too. I'm about to be a father. If I have a daughter, guess what I'm going to call her? I'm that was Stan by Eminem. Um, this is probably much my most recent song I've come across yet. Um, this is sto another, the story is pretty obvious and this is about an ultra obsessed fan who thinks he's been wronged by Eminem and just goes completely insane and kills his wife or his girlfriend and their unborn child just trying to prove how much of a fan he is. Um, what's really interesting, I've come to realize recently that the, I don't know if you've noticed there's, when people talk about Uber, ultra uber fans of anything they call them stands it's because of this song <laughs> i don't know if i would ever want fans that were this obsessive and this almost you know borderline psychotic but that's where like the k-pop stands or whatever it comes from this song and the ultra obsessed fandom that's expressed in this song um i'm not sure if this was a number one hit i don't think so um but it was a big hit i remember it being all around a lot in uh, the late 90s um, it was okay with me. It's not like I'm a big Eminem fan. It's just I do appreciate the, the story part of this song, and it's one of the. I'm not a big rap person, <laughs> but it's one of the ones I do enjoy. Um, so, just thought it was very interesting to have something more recent. <laughs> All right, so let me go on to number two. is All I Want to Do is Make Love to You by Heart. This was one of their later or last big pop hits they had towards the end of uh, the 90s and everything. Um, I think this is off of Brigade, and I do remember uh, Anne talking about um, it was when they really became disillusioned with the recording industry after this whole album and the problems and the grief they were giving Anne about her weight and it, it, it got so ridiculous that she ended up almost having not stage fright, but, you know, anxiety about performing on stage because everybody had like made things that weren't important to her talent as a singer and a performer that it, it just all exploded. It, it, this was pretty much their last big album. They've come, come back recently, but they tend to stay low key and worry just to do things they want to do, which is from what I've been seeing, it's made them much happier. Um, the story in this song is about a woman who's married to somebody who she loves but who can't who's infertile and can't give her a child so she decides that she's going to solve it in the most peculiar ways go out and find somebody to make her pregnant that she'll be able to have something her and her husband have want but nobody else can provide so she goes out and does that one night and it ends up you know, it works, and it, she ends up running into the guy later, and she tries to make it all better, saying, oh, it's okay, I mean, I didn't mean to do that to you, but it's, I just needed one thing from you. <laughs> oh, gee, thanks. <laughs> Wonderful. Just, you know, just just a sperm donor. Thanks. Anyway, 
I have a bad name for this song. I've always called it that way. I don't want to say it because I'm not trying to be anything rude. Because I do really like Heart, but I do not like this song that much. Um, so let's go on to number one. The devil went down to Georgia. He was looking for a soul to steal. He was in a bind because he was way behind and he was willing to make a deal. When he came across this young man sewing on a fiddle and playing it hot, and the devil jumped up on a hickory stump and said, Boy, let me tell you what. I guess you didn't know it, but I'm a fiddle player too. Yes, that was The Devil Went Down to Georgia by the Charlie Daniels Band. Yes, we make another return to another state. We make Return to Georgia for this top song. Um... Again, this was a number one song. Now, if you've ever heard the song, the story behind it's pretty simple. It's a guy runs into the devil. The devil makes him a deal. He'll give him a... All he has to do is beat him in a game of, you know, playing the fiddle. And he'll get the golden fiddle and say that he was able to beat the devil. So it all just breaks down into a battle. Um, it's really odd. When I listen to the song now, it's like the devil is playing, you know borderline rock fiddle music and the I can't remember the guy's name that plays him the the hero of our song ends up playing more of a fiddle based country song and that's how he ends up beating the devil even though the devil was overconfident now one of the neat little things about this song is when I was growing up it did get played on the radio however it depending on what time it got played and what station there was a word that they would change It's like they would change the line of son of a bitch to son of a gun, depending on what time people were listening or what radio station it was on. It was really weird. Um, this I do also remember this got played on the, the Muppet show, of course, because it lends itself perfectly because you can do Muppet, little Muppet devil on a guy trying to, and a little Muppet playing a fiddle to beat him. I do you remember that? That was a, the visual that stuck in my head regarding this song. So those are the 10 I had picked out for you in the song. Um, as I had said before, I do have a Spotify playlist I would highly suggest you just take a look at and listen to. You'll find a few other songs on here I did not put on. Like I said, I noticed it was very 70s heavy, so I was trying to just stick with 10 and not, and do find some different decades and genres. Um, you'll see um, Brandy, You're a Fine Girl, I think is on there. Of course, I think Spotify doesn't play it because of licensing but that's on the list. Um, you know, The Night Chicago Died is also on there. Obvious one. There's also, um, what's the name of that dang song now? God, my brain just did a big old boo-boo. Let me see real quick. Yeah. Um, Papa Was a Rolling Stones on there. Great story song by The Temptations. Um, Ride Captain Ride. That's the one I was trying to remember. Um, I was told by my mother later on that that was a, about a nuclear submarine that headed out in California and ended up at, and the tragedy ended up sinking. Um, I do also have on there Snoopy versus the Red Baron. It's a story song. I don't know, not a true story song, but just for the fun of it. Uh, Paul Revere by the Beastie Boys, another rap song I love. That's obviously a story one. I thought really long and hard about putting Copacabana by Barry Manilow on here. <laughs> um, that's a big time story song. Very 70s, but love it to death. 
Um, there's a couple really old ones. Um, Ringo by Lauren Green. I suggest you need to listen to that one just for the comedy of it. Ugh. Hysterical. Um, the Ballad of the Green Berets, a number one song, actually. Came out in the 60s, you know, trying to take the opposite of all the protest songs, you know. The rah-rah military songs. So that one's on there as well. Smuggler's Blues by Glenn Fry. Such a story song that Miami Vice ended up doing a whole episode about, based on that story. So that, Oh, Paradise by the Dashboard Light by Meatloaf. Again, I will link to this list. There's a whole bunch of songs on there. If you enjoy any of these musics that I've shown you before, I suggest go in there and take a listen. I think you'll enjoy them. So once again, I want to thank everybody who does did come in and listen to me babble on for about 20 minutes. I enjoy this every week. I... The people that come back, I'm glad you listened, and I will keep putting out new material every week. Uh, I think next week I'm going to go back to my normal, go back to the next month in 1980. But from there, we'll, we'll just hop around and stick around with music, 80s, mostly heavy. But as you've seen, we do stray sometimes into the 70s because there's some good stuff there. So please, if you're so inclined, please subscribe on whatever platform you happen to be listening to me, or just come back next week and we'll spend some time. Thanks, everybody, and see you soon.